Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. Today on the Mystery Kids Podcast, what creature lurks in the darkness? and wants to suck your blood. Welcome to Mystery Kitsch Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about vampires. I'm so excited to talk about this topic and kind of learn about the history of vampires and how vampires began. Back in the super volcano episode, we talked about how there was one really big eruption and it caused a lot of darkness in the European continent. And the book Dracula was actually created from that volcanic eruption. So today we're going to figure out some more history and lore surrounding the vampires and you guys can decide if vampires are real. There's many different character traits of a vampire and very many different vampire legends. But the main characteristic of vampires or vampires is they drink human blood. They typically drain their victim's blood using their sharp fangs, killing them and turning them into vampires. And in general, most vampires hunt at night since sunlight weakens their powers. Some may have the ability to morph into a bat or a wolf. I've never really heard a wolf. That's interesting. Okay, so they can morph into a bat or a wolf. Vampires have super strength and often have a hypnotic effect on their victims. So that means that they can kind of make their victims do what they want them to do. They can't see their own image in a mirror and they don't cast any shadow. Vampire superstition thrived in the Middle Ages, especially as the plague decimated entire towns. So the plague that was happening during that time was known as the Black Death or the Bubonic Plague. And in that time, garbage was not taken well care of. And so rats would get into the garbage and rats would bite people. And so it caused many, many people to pass away during that time. This disease often left behind bleeding mouth lesions on its victims. So around their mouth, they would have sores that would bleed, which to an uneducated person during that time was a sure sign of vampirism. It wasn't uncommon for anyone with an unfamiliar physical or emotional illness to be labeled a vampire during that time. Sounds very similar to the witch episode. If you were different or you had some 
something going on, you must be a vampire. Many researchers have pinpointed, it's called porphyria. It's a blood disorder that can cause severe blisters on the skin when it's exposed to sunlight as a disease that might be linked to the vampire's legend. They also think that it could have been rabies as something that could have been vampirism. So when someone that was a suspected vampire died, their bodies were often disintegrated to search for signs of vampirism. In some cases, a stake was put through the heart to make sure they stayed dead. And other accounts described they would cut off their head or burn the corpses because they believed that they were vampires. But during this time, there was a lot of burning of corpses going because of the plague and the different things that were happening and how many people were getting sick in that time period. So let's talk about Mercy Brown. So she was the most notorious vampire, not as notorious as Count Dracula, but she was actually a real person. So she lived in Exeter, Rhode Island, and was the daughter of George Brown, who was a farmer. So George lost many of his family members, including Mercy, in the late 1800s because of tuberculosis. His community used Mercy as a scapegoat or a thing that could explain what happened in their deaths. It was very common at that time to blame several deaths in one family on the undead. The bodies of each dead family member were often exhumed and searched for to see if there were signs of vampirism. So they actually dug up her corpse because she had to have been waking up and going and killing other people because she was a vampire. So when they dug up her body, she didn't have any decay to her body, which I mean, she was buried in winter. So her body was very preserved. But the townspeople accused her of being a vampire and making their family sick from her icy grave. So they tried to make sure that she would not arise again. So a male vampire is called a vampire, a female is called a vampiress, and a group of them is called a clan. So if you want some protection against a vampire, the stories say that garlic is often used to keep vampires away, though most of the time it doesn't really affect them. Vervain, which is a type of herb, is also used to hurt vampires in Europe. And though it's not traditional, in some cultures, um, they use mirrors to keep the vampires away. How does a person become a vampire? There's a couple different ways, but most of the common ones are to be bitten by a vampire. But other ways are sorcery, contagion, so getting sick with something, or having a cat jump over a person that has recently passed away. Um, Some people believe that babies born with teeth or on Christmas or between Christmas and Epiphany, which is January 6th, these were more likely to become vampires. So while vampires usually don't die of disease or have normal human afflictions, they are often said to have faster healing capabilities and there's different ways to get rid of them, which includes the stake through the heart, being in sunlight. Um, Vampires are often repelled, this one says, by garlic, running water, um, or holy water. In some stories, vampires may enter a home only if they've been invited And some vampires, if things fall down like seeds or grains, they are compelled to count them, um, which is 
always lets their victims escape. I wonder if that's how Count Dracula got his name is because somebody dropped something in front of him and he had to count it all. In the book Dracula, which was created in 1897, um, it was created by Bram Stoker. It's the most famous Um, Even though the novel was only like a little bit successful in its own day, it's super famous today. There are myths and certain conceptions and ideas in this novel, but the most endearing is that Count Dracula is based off a real life figure who's Vlad the Third Dracula. Um, Stoker did only a small amount of research, but he mainly used the name to help get the idea for his vampire, Count Dracula. I wonder how the vampire bat got its name. Probably because it loves to drink blood. So the vampire bat is known to drink blood. Also is the kanduru. It is a parasitic catfish. um, And it likes to suck blood of other fish. Um, The mosquito is also a type of vampire. Since it likes to suck our blood. A tick is is also a type of vampire, a lamprey. Um, They are really, really creepy looking. They're very long fish. They look more like an alien, Um, but they don't have jaws or scales and they spend most of their time as a larvae. And once they become older, they get these little teeth that latch onto the side of something and suck their blood. Horrible. Bed bugs. Nasty, nasty vampire. Uh, The kissing bug. It doesn't sound very scary, but they're even worse than bed bugs. They're bigger, they're aggressive, and they like to attack you in your sleep. That sounds horrible. Um, A leech, which likes to suck blood, a flea, and a louse. Also, the vampire finch. I've never heard of this, but on the Galapagos Island, there are 13 finch species, um, but more recent voyages have shown that a few of them are Dracula finches. So they have this sharp beak that normally eats seeds, but they often abandon the area for more different like for different spots in their dry seasons but one of the subspecies stays on two arid islands all year and it eats its diet of seeds and feasts on blood they have a unique strategy for sealing blood from seabirds they pick at the wounds on a larger bird's back ew that's so horrible um there's the vampire squid Um, it is a really strange looking squid. It's mainly called that because it has two little tentacles in the front that kind of look like fangs and really big eyes to go with its body. It doesn't actually drink blood. It just kind of looks like a strange creature. So it got the name vampire. So what do you think? Do you think vampires are real or vampires are just for fun? Would you like to see a vampire? And what are you being for Halloween? Halloween's just a few days away, and I hope you have a fantastic holiday. We'll see you next time on the Mystery Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening.